Welcome back to Batting Rounds. Batting Rounds, it's a baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Ost. With me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. And Steven. You. And we have a guest with us today, one that I'm excited about. It is a co-host of Effectively <laughs> Wild and managing editor of Fangraphs. It is Meg Rowley. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Thank Welcome you. back. Thanks for having me back. I have an apology to make to you because <laughs> last time you were on the show, we did oh, subject no. you to the transvestigation right. stuff. <laughs> um, so I felt bad about that for like a year um, <laughs> since we did that. So let's, I think we should start this show talking about something a little more uh, pleasant. Um, how's your cat's butthole? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much for asking. Um, you know what? Looks so normal, just like a real <laughs> normal looking little butthole that yeah. that that butthole Babs is doing great. Um, I wonder, you know, Kat's like she doesn't know my name. You know, I'm like a critical right. part of her world and she doesn't know my name. <laughs> but um, I do wonder how she would feel about so many people being invested in uh, the state of her of her little butthole but um she's doing fine it looks very normal uh i'm sure she's showing it to you a lot all the time like to do that yeah all the time and that was (laughs) that was the thing about this particular injury where i was like i am going to be confronted with the aftermath of this for the rest of her life really yeah Mm -hmm. um and you know i felt so bad when the vet was like it's gonna it's always gonna look a little weird and i was like you know what is a normal butthole though, right? Like the, right. it's an inherently <laughs> all aren't all sphincters a little weird? Like just as a, a concept. We need to really like deconstruct and decolonize our preconceived notions of <laughs> decolonize. Uh... Uh, boy. But yeah, she's she's doing great. Okay, um, good. you know, and what a nice thing for cats. I'm sure she has no memory of that having happened to her, you know? Like yeah. She's just uh, happy and really murderous toward birds, like usual. So they love that. Yeah, we're back to the thing. Yeah, yeah. We have we've we've managed to save the birds for the most part, which is also good because I don't I don't have murderous intention toward birds. Like I like birds. Birds are great. Um, but you know she's she can only be herself, and herself Mm -hmm. is a a weird butthole creature who wants to kill birds and also garden lizards. So here we are. (laughs) <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that when you're in the Southwest. Yeah, the cats probably go after lizards like crazy oh, too. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And they're so cute and small. <laughs> and sometimes, like there was there was a time a couple of weeks ago where I woke up and uh, sitting on the the just the little mat in front of the slider door that gets open to let them out in the morning was like a lizard head, a lizard body, a lizard tail, <laughs> all separate from each other. Like they were like, and I don't know which of them did it. It it might have been Babs. It might not have been. But I was like, my children are serial killers. Yeah, like, that's they like laid out their offerings. <laughs> you know, they deconstructed like you, this poor thing. I like when you just get the tail and you know, there was a little bit of a story yes. there with like a narrative to it where the, the yep. lizard, most of the lizard got away. Yep. Yep. And that's what you're hoping, right? That most mm-hmm. of the lizard got away and is not in the cat, which is the other <laughs> option i i had a time where there was a tail just like you know sitting there and i thought it was a twig and then i picked it up and it had tail texture 
And mm. something about that was so disquieting to me. It freaked me out the rest of the day. I was like, it moved around. It like had loose. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, the hazards of, of cat ownership when you live in the desert Southwest, but there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to move on. So just go ahead. I was also going to move on. Uh, I was, I was, I've been intending to move on for quite some time now. Um, <laughs> we have actual fascinating baseball stuff to talk about. There's been a couple big games, you could yep. say, since we last had our episode. And as as a, a professional baseball writer and editor, uh, no one we want to have on more to talk, kind of recap uh, this incredible playoff run. I'm speaking, of course, about the Hanshin Tigers seven to one victory. Over the Oryx Let's Buffaloes. Let's fucking Let's go. Break the, curse. go. <laughs> break the curse of the Colonel. Let's go. The curse of the Colonel the is gone. Breaking. Man, what a weird, what a weird curse. I guess most sports <laughs> curses are weird, but if you were ranking them, that has to be close to the top of the leaderboard, I would right? I think like, so, yeah. Like, I, I think most curses probably are only weird, like, uh, given, given some time. Or, or right. you know, I guess they become less weird given like time yeah. like the curse of the bambino you know that's uh or like uh or i think goat. it's the the relative like recency of colonel sanders in, in the context of a country that right. you don't really think of kfc <laughs> is what makes yeah. it weird i think if, if the curse had lasted like 150 years it would be like the goat like the chicago goat where it's just like yeah right. of course this kfc is uh, our only restaurant now right so yeah. that's that's totally normal to us yeah this is our you know satan proxy like it makes sense that the colonel mm -hmm. would come to <laughs> occupy some demonic you know place in our sort of mythology but yeah, yeah. wow man like given up time yeah it would, it would just be like the uh like before you sacrifice the losing team right yeah mm -hmm. so what right. is what is the curse of the colonel for those not aware <laughs> i have a little bit of a narrative history pulled up here just in case let's see here it started in 19 85 85 1985 magical season for the Hanshin Tigers they win it all against the Yakult Swallows um and the fans in the Kansai area the games were taking place in Tokyo back in in the Kansai area uh the drunk fans are drunkenly re reveling uh outside of the Dodenbori Canal and uh as as one does in Japan they're singing the players cheer songs one by one going through each player and then for some reason, deciding the player, uh, one of the fans dressed up in that player's uniform is jumping into the river, mm -hmm. which the note here is that it's a highly polluted river. They don't know why they're doing this. Mm. <laughs> they're drunk. And yeah. they, they're going through the players. Uh, Mayumi, Mayumi, they jump in. They do Hirota's song. They jump in. Randy Bass comes up. Yes. In in this collection of, of fans uh, in the Kansai area, uh, no one looks like a six foot one schlubby Randy Bass. <laughs> so moment of drunken brilliance they run to a nearby kfc the the language here specifically is they storm the kfc to abscond with the styling <laughs> statue of colonel sanders tear it out of the building take it back to the to the canal do randy bass's song and then throw that into the river i, I would like to <laughs> say one thing that's also very interesting about randy bass when he he had like a good great career, he's in, he's in the Japanese Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. So he had a great like NPB career. But when he came back uh, to the states, he eventually became a Oklahoma state senator. Oh no! Oh, did he? <laughs> but he was the Democratic minority leader when oh he my was God. there. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. a turn. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> yes. That is not the direction I thought that story nope. was going to no. go. I was like, oh no, wow. we can never 
ever speak of Randy ever again. No, not at all. <laughs> extremely, That's extremely great. interesting guy. Huh. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> Somebody go write the Randy Bass book. Yeah, I want to see the Seriously. Randy Bass movie. Yeah. yeah. There's another funny thing about him where like when they had to like, you know, make his name into, you know, uh, Japanese, the, like the way they do that, his name would have been like the same word for bus. And the company that owned the team also owned a company that had like a bus line. So they didn't want it to be like bus crashes or like buses on fire or anything like that. So they actually changed how they like say and write his name. Oh, God. That's great. Yeah. So it's a whole new era for Hanshin Tigers fans. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Beautiful cool. to see. Just like it's a whole new era for Texas Rangers fans. I guess we can oh, talk did something about else? that. We, we weren't just going to wrap it up after oh, okay. that? Okay. Okay. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I saw an opportunity and I took it, Lauren. I took it. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a pro podcaster transition. Yeah. No, I was just, I just didn't want to talk about the Rangers for a minute there. No, okay. we, got to get, we have to though. Unfortunately, I can't pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, it happened. The Texas Rangers are your World Series champions. That happened since last time we... Uh, Last time we recorded, defeating the scrappy, as everyone likes to call them, Arizona Diamondbacks. They're plucky. They're so scrappy. (laughs) Kind of burned out on the word scrappy after this postseason. Absolutely. How are the two Arizona, uh, you know, like Meg, you're an Arizona resident. Lauren, you you have strong ties to Arizona, did live there for quite a while, too. How are, you, how are you guys taking this one? Yeah, you, you're you probably more affected by it than me just because of the proximity. I think that's a big part of of feeling it is like the you get the stadium, you get the parade if you win, you get to go to the games. I'm, yeah. I have a little bit more distance from it, I think. I, I will say, like, I think that the, the D-backs fan base and certainly their field gets, like, uh, trashed on a lot. Um, and I... I don't want to say impressed because that sounds condescending, but like people here were really very, very deeply excited about this postseason run from the jump. And I, you know, in game four, which ended up being that blowout that looked closer when it was all said and done than it actually was. I was in the auxiliary press box, which was in left field and just like, I could not couldn't see right field really at all um this is like the the danger of the of the postseason where they're like oh we got to send like everybody to to chase and where will we put them no (laughs) idea you know so i had a i had a really good view of most of the ballpark and here are these plucky diamondbacks they're down (laughs) 10 nothing it looks so grim and no one left like people were just up to the rafters sticking around throwing their stand up to cancer signs down on the field as paper airplanes which as an aside somebody did not think about how heavy that cardstock is because boy did those planes <laughs> zip as a result of how, <laughs> like heavy that cardstock was i you think know, that's very funny that, that yeah. because like uh, it's it seems like such a nice moment on TV where they show all the people and it's written on and it's like I do this for Jeff yeah. or whatever you know and then but like they don't actually let people fill those out like, right in the stands <laughs> so it's yeah. like how how like sentimental or like how important should I feel like respectful should I be towards this piece of paper that does that I didn't even get to fill out it's just supposed <laughs> to look like you know yeah. well to your point uh, if it was uh, flop over for cancer they, they, you know that's a much worse message. 
<laughs> sturdy cardstock. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah gotta have it really stand up so that the the moment sings on TV. But you know they're they're like throwing stuff down onto the field and booing the PA announcer for his <laughs> second reminder that you are in fact not allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's there was this shift that happened where you know the the Diamondbacks started to answer a little bit because you know Bruce Bochy put his lowest leverage bullpen arms in, and when you're the lowest lever leverage bullpen arm for the Rangers, you're pretty bad mm -hmm. at throwing the baseball because that yeah. bullpen was god awful for most of the season and certainly had its you know blow up potential at every point in this postseason and and there was this flip like they started chanting every batter's name you know they were trying to like get back into it and i uh you know i know people are disappointed and i don't think that you know, it's been such a long time that they can't just sit and marinate in that a little bit. But like, I think that there was a, a a flip that occurred within the fan base where they weren't satisfied with beating L.A. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it would be it would be perfectly acceptable for them to say, look, we have we felled the Dodgers. We did what we needed to do. We got to celebrate in the pool on our field. You know, like we'll we'll get everybody next year. And. Uh, they don't seem they didn't seem content with that. And I think the fan base sort of had broader ambition than that. And that was really cool to watch because mm -hmm. like, you know, you can when you're an 84 win team with a negative run differential and you sneak <laughs> in and you somehow beat like a much better Phillies team, which made no fucking sense. <laughs> like you know you could just be like you know we're gonna count this as a win but no i think they they really thought that they might be able to do something it's a different vibe than like the phillies where they really embodied that like that sign can't stop me i can't read like energy and the and the diamondbacks were doing a slightly different thing i think they were kind of aware of where they stacked up but were really trying to like give it a good a good run and a good show. And, you know, they, they certainly did that. I will be very curious to see like how they move forward as a franchise, because the thing about having ambition is it comes with expectations and people yep. are going to have those now. Mm -hmm. Expectations yeah. are a lot different. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna behoove the organization to really reinforce that roster. Cause there are great players on it. And then also you have like two and a half starters. So <laughs> I think you need more than that as this postseason has shown. And uh, uh, so, yeah, I'll be curious to see what they do. But I don't know, like it was really cool to have a, a World Series in the city I was living in. I haven't had that since I lived in New York. And boy, is it more fun when it doesn't involve the Yankees. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Not to get too deep into like the psychology of the Arizona sports fan, because it's a, a thorny thing to go down. I think it does. I help would love the... to go down the psychology <laughs> of the Arizona sports fan. Mm, I mean, we can look, spend the rest look, of the episode on this as far as I'm concerned. I There's a little bit of damage in my brain. I can never fully embrace football because when I was a kid, people in elementary school were uh, pretending that they were Jake Plummer. Um, oh wow! <laughs> that's why that I can that sport doesn't really exist in my brain. Um, I think the there is something to like visualize uh, the success in actually like getting the thing done and winning, and the D-backs have that in living memory in a way that the yeah. Suns and the Coyotes and certainly not the Cardinals ever do. I forgot about the Coyotes. I think a lot most of people, people forget most about the people Coyotes. probably should. Yeah. Um, 
did they kind of like based on the Glendale Stadium situation? I think they would like that too. That's right. Um, yeah, T- the people of Tempe, we were like, we're not paying for that shit. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're not doing no, thank it. You. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Smart call. Um, but He's yeah, very I, proud I, of us. <laughs> <laughs> Tempe has a lot to be proud for. It's not just drunk ASU kids and retirees. Yeah. There's it's not just that. <laughs> <laughs> It's 15 to 20 percent. Not that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like the D-backs fans, uh, D-backs uh, inspire something in the city a little bit uh, less uh, wearisome than uh, the yeah. Sun's recent success, for example, where yeah. I, I'm sure there were a lot of fans who were super excited for it. But uh, Sun's, uh, uh, you know, history in, in my mind is like one, like two, uh, one and a half to two really fun seasons with Charles Barkley and then just pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 Barkley commercials where he is doing like FanDuel or DraftKings, which is his own like mindfuck because I'm like Charles, maybe like this hasn't always gone well for you personally. Sure, you know. a role model. He is not a. But um, you know where it's like his younger self and his son's unit. I was like, this is a really sad commercial, just kind of like top to bottom. Actually, if you think about it, he's like, what's gonna happen? He's like, I'm not gonna tell you. And I was like, tell him, maybe he can change it. Like back in time. This is your time machine, Charles. Come on. There's very strategic decisions you could change. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, like the it is such a fascinating. I like you know when you when you live in a place, you come to you come to like the place and kind of have an appreciation for some of the stuff that other people laugh at when they parachute in. And I I did find myself having like a reflexive kind of defensive response toward some of the national writers who were like what the fuck is this place like <laughs> and it didn't help it didn't help that during the the NLCS against the Phillies like we were like 15 to 20 degrees above the the seasonal average temperature wise <sighs> so mm. it is like october it is 103 degrees it is miserable out they had to keep the roof closed because of how hot it was the air conditioning in Chase is like a, you know, real touch and go kind of proposition. And in the press box in particular, it gets like, I was just sweating every game. Oh. By the end, I was like, I am greasy. I look disgusting. This is terrible. But I was like, you know, this is they're, they're, this is the place, right? Like, yeah, of course there's a pool. It's Arizona. Like, sometimes you lean into your own parody so that other people can't laugh at you without you having first laughed at yourself. And, yeah, there are a lot of lower leg tattoos. And <laughs> many of the women have, like, still bedazzled jean pockets on the back. We don't know what that's about. Like, that was a 30 years ago fashion trend. But the women of Scottsdale really like it, man. They're still committed to that bit. We don't. It's what makes the goodwill so good. Yeah. Right. Like this is yeah. Yo, the goodwill here is so crazy. It's so fun. Real goodwill. Oh. I'm convinced you could make a living just uh like buying and reselling golf clubs from Arizona Goodwill. Oh, yes. Yeah. And just oh, exporting yeah. them to other parts of the country. Because that is just One... a mint. They're 100 percent. oh my god yeah i should like have that be a side hustle it's just like meg's golf emporium i don't know i don't know anything about this sport i don't understand why we have so many of these here we literally are running out of water every day every day we get closer to just having no water but we'll start a program we'll start a program where you fill shipping containers with golf clubs and send them out east and then they send water (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, and here I am like, I don't understand all these, you know, golf courses. And I'm like, I don't know how much more water does it take to do that versus keeping a backfield green all year round? Like, you know, <laughs> point, turn the finger around, Meg. But, but yeah, like there's all of that. And that is definitely part of the valley and its culture. But like there are a lot of different kinds of folks here. And like you walk mm-hmm. around the ballpark and you see that and you see like all the people wearing the Serpentes jerseys and like I Those don't know. It's just like it's a more it's a more complex place than the pool like gives you yeah. a sense of. And so I was like getting all huffy, you know, they're making fun of the D <laughs> fans for doing the way and look. They're not wrong, but also, yeah, like, come on, you guys, they're building a they're building a baseball tradition here. You know, the last mm-hmm. like the last World Series was, a, you know, a brief l- lifetime ago. And I think that when you think about how young this franchise is like, yeah, of course, it's still finding its feet as a fan base. Like it's it's younger than I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I didn't know who the hell I was in my 20s. Like, what are we asking of this team? And not every team can have strong traditions like the Dodgers right. of like beating up Giants fans in the parking lot <laughs> or not or, you know, not showing up until the third inning then leaving in the losing. Seven. Yeah. Losing yeah. 20 minutes at every game to beach balls on, on the field. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am kind of surprised that there isn't a a beach ball thing at chase doesn't that feel like a thing that does that... feel like that should be something yeah yeah like, so we're, I, I guess we have the flag lady and this is close to like a local tradition oh, yeah. that we've flag developed lady. and that's yeah. just one lady once What's she's the flag lady tool, this is uh it's been a couple of years she is still doing it like most home games i assume oh yeah i saw i saw her she was around and let me tell you they give like special dispensation to the flag lady like cool. they let her stand in areas to wave the flag that they you know move other people along from so <laughs> you know tradition we have it yeah exactly yeah so the fra- flag lady is uh this lady who just is just a fan i don't think she's in, in any kind of official capacity with the team mm-hmm. at all but she just brings a bunch of flags and up in like i think it was the right field is the last time i saw her she was up there in like kind of a section all on her own and she just spends the whole game waving a bunch of different flags around yep hmm. yeah power to her like the arizona one i assume which is a good flag definitely one of the better state flags it's yeah. a really cool flag. Flag. like teams yeah like she has the one where it's like a you know it's the U.S. flag but it's D-backs and it's D-backs color. She waves that one a lot. She does wave <laughs> the Arizona flag. Um, she is taken to wearing the uh, Lord of Scurriel giveaway. They oh, they did fantastic. like a oh that's fun yeah. yeah. I that's like that she's still good. keeping fresh with the, keeping up up oh, like yeah. fresh with the team. Yeah, she's invested in this roster. You know, I I think she probably <laughs> has thoughts about whether they should sign him and bring him back. You know absolutely Um, but but yeah it was uh it was a cool it was a very cool thing to witness um it was uh so weird to see the progression like from the division series through the world series and just like how many more people come with each round Mm. um i have spent a lot of time thinking about like how we should understand baxter and his relative nudity because (laughs) he's he does like a winnie the pooh sort of situation most of the time he's got the jersey on no bottoms but then he puts on the beat la speedo Uh, and so i'm like that suggests that the rest of the time you're just like he's just out there yeah yeah so you know and then i think someone on blue sky was giving feedback about like where that plays in 
the furry community and what their understanding <laughs> of it would be. And I was like, that's fascinating. But I just mean like, I, I don't, I, I mean him as like, I'm envisioning him as a literal live bobcat. And so now he's nude on the bottom and yet Baxter's weird. I, I wish they had the courage of their convictions and just had a snake as their mascot. Yeah. It, it, it's probably, I, I, it's not like it, that's a part of a young fan base too, is it's not too late to kind of go back to the drawing board on some of that stuff. If yeah. they want to, yeah. I think they're well, talking they, about like some uniform redesigns in the off season, maybe a Baxter redesign is due too. Yeah. And yeah. they've had so many different mascots though. They played around with it. Like they had like the rat at one point. Yeah. Uh, they had Randy they Johnson had, they had a, bunch, rat? a bunch of years. Yeah. They had a rat. It was like, I don't remember what it was. It was some pun though, but they had some like weird rat and it was like extremely like dollar store looking mascot. Right. Mm. But like the Suns have a gorilla. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, Rat Leon, which it, it was. Oh, oh, Rattle on. Rattle on. Yeah, rattle okay. on. Right. right. That's yeah. what it was. That's what it oh, was. This, <laughs> oh, this thing looks. Oh boy. Yeah. That yeah, was the yeah. 2020 season. So we're not counting that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like, yeah, like the Suns have a gorilla. You can do whatever you want because, like, a snake yeah. doesn't make for a good mascot because you don't have arms and right. legs. So that's right. the, <laughs> the Philadelphia Union have a snake mascot, and it has arms and legs. No one that's acknowledges a, it. That's just a, a, a lizard. lizard. Yeah. A lizard. yeah, and you could have a lizard as a mascot for a team in the Southwest. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. They should just have a mascot for all the like all the horrifying Southwestern animals. I want like a scorpion mascot. Give me the lizard mascot. Give me a big like spider yeah. mascot. Let's just go they crazy with it. They should have a a snake one, but it's like you know like six people in it, like those dragons during Chinese New Year. <laughs> that would be yeah. great. That would yeah, be like a really big one that like it's like thirty that feet would be long. So cool. That slithers around <laughs> and like comes out during like they could have it yeah. come out onto the field during the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd probably mm -hmm. be really intimidating. It'd be cool. And I think that that is a big part of why teams tend not to do the snake thing because children interact with mascots and they're probably yeah. like, this is already <laughs> a, a tense situation for a lot of kids. Like, this is why the fanatic is the perfect mascot because yeah. I don't think you can be afraid mm -hmm. of the fanatic. Unlike. What, what is it? Blooper? The flesh monster that the... Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're getting into this. I yeah. am so glad we're getting back into this. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I think that thing is sent from hell. Like, what are we... <laughs> it's What is it? What is it called? The white flight fanatic? Yeah. yeah, it, feels, yeah. it feels... Yeah. <laughs> obviously racist like you know it's supposed to be it's supposed to be an anthropomorphized bat what uh, that's just idiotic which <laughs> yeah i'm sorry Wait. i don't have any tolerance for <laughs> to begin with it's just like it's a, a baseball bat, bat not, like a, a, yeah. not a flying bat yeah 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 that's why he's like cylindrical and that color so they were just like looking around the clubhouse one day, like, okay, what's something that's not racist that we can build an identity around? <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's a bat rack. Okay, it's a bat. But okay, but see, here's the problem with that most bats aren't that color. No, right. So, like, what are we they're, doing? I mean, they know their audience. Is it yeah. pine? Yeah. Is it like, is it a corked bat? Is that part of, I don't know. Oh, I, I like how Fang, the Philadelphia Union, um, mascot yeah. is ph that's 
that's oh yeah we have that's to do good. that that's contractually that. obligated that's but no clever. fang fang's cute he's a cute snake yeah it's it's possible but again you're not really a snake if you have arms and legs are i think you? if yeah. they make the 30 foot snake it should be like scary and realistic i, yeah. I agree i agree i think <laughs> american children would benefit from uh seeing mascots with a little yeah. bit more awe and terror that would be yeah. good for our and children like, you could you could be like yeah like don't worry kids like uh, I mean, there's like a, you know, a, a, a normal snake could eat you if it wanted to. This one is like could eat a car, though. Yeah. <laughs> so like, your whole family. Yeah. But don't worry. It's unlikely to eat you. Yeah. Right. We yeah. only feed naughty children to it. <laughs> yeah. Let's make a let's make like a German fairy tale out of this new mascot. Yeah. <laughs> Man, blooper is so terrifying. What a. Really? Apparently, I don't remember whose kid it was. One of the. Braves players like really loved Blooper, and I was like, that makes me nervous about what his online behavior is going to be like as an adult. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about that kid now. Somebody Blooper needs does to have on that. Yeah, Blooper has a bit of like a Wojak energy to him that's kind of troubling. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then like whoever's running that Twitter account, and as an aside, why do the mascots need Twitter accounts? What's up with yeah. that? Like, this Get out is of here. a. And we don't need that. Like, Brandon. They're not really supposed to, like, construct sentences or like they can perceive language. They can understand when you're talking to them, but they can't talk back to you. That's a violation of, like, the core mascot principle. The the Philly Fanatic has an Instagram account and none of the captions include words. Terrific. Smart. Mm -hmm. Perfect. No Mm -hmm. notes. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm still kind of fixating on, like, the the terrifying awe-inspiring uh yeah. rattlesnake uh costume <laughs> that's 30 so feet long cool. i think the tail should also be some kind of like super mechanized t-shirt cannon <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> they just maybe pressurize a little too high on on purpose <laughs> we got to reach the upper deck you know yeah exactly it has yeah. co2 canister built into it <laughs> yeah so it's a fire that off yeah yeah <laughs> And if it gives a kid so, a concussion or two, that's just adding to the mythology. We're just, <laughs> we're just, we're just reaching back into our vehicular combat episode now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So we're gonna put, they're gonna put Nas in the tail, and like <laughs> yeah. give Vin Diesel. He's like, this snake is about family. Yeah. <laughs> Thing with zip around Chase. That would be, yeah. um. be so cool though, and like they could, I, I bet they could make something like. You know, there are a lot of artists in Phoenix. Like, I bet they could get someone to design oh, something. Without really a question. Cool. No yeah. doubt. All, Lean all into the yeah. Southwest motif. Yeah. That I, would be... I'm sure there's at least one or two Jim Henson engineers who are tired of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like, no that doubt. That would be so cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. so, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, I went to a game just, like, with some neighbors of ours who moved moved to town god they moved this summer they came to phoenix this summer and i was like i'm so sorry like it is normally (laughs) hot here but it is not normally this hot Mm. and uh they're cubs fans and so we went during a cubs series and we were having beers downtown beforehand and one of my neighbors was like so like what's chase like i've never been there and i was like well you know it's like kind of like watching baseball in a costco and you know but it does really like give me a like it feels very Arizona to me, and he was like, "Oh, like it has like a Southwest motif," and I was like, "No, it's like a chop shop." Like, <laughs> like it feels, <laughs> it does feel very like of a place, but it is like not in a maybe all the time <laughs> nice way, but like I don't know, it has charm. I I like it. 
Yeah. Anyway, watching baseball in Costco sounds fantastic to me. Like I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, although I think way. the hot dogs at Costco are better than the ones at Chase. They do. Yeah, it's slightly better value still. Yeah. Oh, way, way better value. <laughs> there, you know, I guess the good news is that there are, um, I think, really easy things that they could do to like enhance the the fan experience at Chase. You know, um, they have to do bigger things like having lights of major league quality. Like that's a bigger project that they really need to undertake mm, because mm-hmm. um uh, boy is it you know yeah. not great i um, did not enjoy watching those nlcs yeah. games in, yeah. in that ballpark yeah. i grew yeah. up going to the metrodome and that was dark and dingy all the time uh yeah. did not did not care for that yeah and it would be nice if like they could open the the roof with fans in the stands which they are mm-hmm. not able to do now they mm. can open the roof obviously <laughs> but like i think for liability reasons are not allowed to open it with it occupied because that's a bummer that is a little busted that's a little yeah yeah i've been it used to have a cool like they would do like the theme from 2001 when they would open it yeah oh that's so cool (laughs) yeah Yeah. i i was in i was at the rogers center during a game when they opened the roof and it was so fucking cool (laughs) yeah yeah, it's cool. Like when they, I like when they both open and close the roof at T-Mobile because the way that the if you're if you're at T-Mobile and you're in the upper deck on the first base side, you can like watch it closing, and it looks like the um like the spaceships from Independence Day like rolling in in the beginning. <laughs> so it can be it can be cool, uh, but they really do need some concession improvement at chase. Like it's, uh, you know, it's not great right now. Like the, the Gadzooks is really the only good thing to eat there, but it is, that is really good. Um, you yeah. Know. So anyway, um, <laughs> we're continuing our apparent tradition of spending way more time talking about the loser of the world series, uh, <laughs> after a Texas team won. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, do we want? Do we have? I, I we got to talk about the Rangers a little bit. Sure, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, okay. I, I think Fine. none of us are really like anti Rangers as the team no. with the, the, these guys on this roster. I think we can all agree that it was like there was a fun uh, yeah. run that yeah. they had, and there's a lot of yeah. really cool talent. I think um, as like the baseball communists, we have to be like that is what you want to see your team do: yes. spend a bunch of money to win a World Series. Yeah. That is what made me the most happy about. Well, I am most happy about this win because a it's really nice to see a team that spent their way out of a hundred loss season Mm -hmm. uh, being rewarded for that. And also I like seeing a team that's never won before finally do it. It's really nice. I, I want every team to win before our society crumbles. Yeah. Um, and they, I think they were the, they were the oldest, they had the longest streak. They're the oldest being founded. team to never win. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but there's five more, as a yeah. very nice article on Fangrass by Chris Gilligan will tell you. Yes. yes uh, Brewers, got... Padres, Mariners, Rockies, and Rays. Yeah. That is correct. Oh, and yeah. the opening segment on a very recent episode of Effectively Wild also. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> Uh, we yeah. had somebody somebody wrote in a mailbag question asking, like, of the five teams, who do you think is going to win? And like, I'm just going to preempt it now and say, just go listen to that episode of Effectively <laughs> Wild. I feel so bad for Rockies fans who listen to mm-hmm. our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we like, yeah, 
Because uh, it was just immediately like, do we even have to say it? Yeah, yeah. we know it's not <laughs> Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I could I see a, I could see a reality in which four of those five teams win in the next like three you years. Know, you right. know what? That's that's the beauty of of baseball, and that's the beauty of actually going crazy with your spending. Because yes. What if the Rockies did drop two hundred million dollars in payroll <laughs> over the next two seasons? What if are they still going to be a good club? Are they going to be like a well organized team? Are they going to have like management that's like able to competently field a roster? No, no. But the players no. might go out and do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the weird thing about them is that there have been times when like they've been willing to spend money. Mm-hmm. It's just like, um, why did you do that though? Like, yeah, I, why is he playing uh, there? Why yeah. is why is Ian Desmond playing? Why? Because now he's but now he's a first base. So why is he, you know, and then um, and then you like signed Chris Bryant. Oh, OK, but like you you don't think he can play third. So now he's just a corner guy making like what are we? They just really wanted Chris Bryant like they so really, bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were just like, this is our dude, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> just Nolan Arenado, who we just want Chris Bryant so bad. It was very, very <laughs> strange. Um, and oh boy, I like all that little... money on chart on Blackman, too. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, that re- a string of relievers just like yeah. extend and extend. <laughs> we need more, we need them for more years because famously, so what you want to do is spend mm. <laughs> that much on relievers yeah, as yeah. often as you can, you know. That's yeah, like yeah, really... yeah. <sighs> oh, um, so very strange. But yeah, this Rangers team is like very fun. And I agree, like you want, it's important for the sport, I think, for these, we're, you know, like, fuck it, we're going to do it kind of vibes yeah. to work out. You know, it it means it's important to have a counterweight to the, the Mets and Padres season and be like, but, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you win the World Series. And I think that... um you know, they the Rangers have an interesting parallel in the Padres in that, like, I think they both took the right approach to seeing free agents they liked and thought were going to be important to them winning and said, look, we're not ready yet. It's early. You know, we're not going to be competitive with Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon yet, but there's not going to be a Corey Seager and a Marcus Simeon in the market when we are ready to be competitive. So we're just going to lock those guys up now and you know, maybe you catch lightning in a bottle and then, you know, who's really useful if you go on an unexpected playoff run, literally Corey Seager, you know, like that's a good guy to have in the room. So I think that that, um, that is an approach that say, I wish the Mariners would take where it's like, you guys, (laughs) if you just like a guy, spend the money, just spend the money now, because now you need several bats. And guess what? This free agent class doesn't have many of good ones, you know? Yeah. And you're already good at developing pitching. So like you, there being a lot of starters doesn't help you. You don't need that. You need someone. <laughs> Unfortunately for the Mariners, uh, we've, we've heard some comments about their, <laughs> yeah. their yeah. supposed spending oh. plan. I can't believe it. It's, it has to be one of the worst unforced executive errors that I can recall. I mean, just, yeah. just be like, Nope, not interested. Oh, man. Yeah, Jerry. Wow. We're just gonna roll the <laughs> dice uh, for for a wild card every year. It's just like oh, that's that's rough. That's really yeah. rough. Yeah. Right after, yeah, I mean, like they didn't make it this season, obviously, but like right after he broke, right. he snapped like a historic playoff drought. Yeah. Like that's that's brutal. <laughs> that really sucks. 
you want to give the team like your fans at least what like more than a half season of thinking that you've changed yeah yeah but i i didn't want to because you made an excellent parallel between the rangers and the padres there is also a really interesting parallel between the rangers and the mets who you also mentioned which yeah. is that uh jacob Degrom and max scherzer now have world series rings very funny <laughs> yeah very funny it, yeah it is very funny um uh like I really enjoy watching uh, Jacob Degrom pitch when he is pitching. He, um, the press around him doesn't make me think he's like a cool guy to hang out with. <laughs> no, I no, like, I think no. we're all probably on the same page there. He's he likes being in Texas. I guess we could say. Yeah, how yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like a a hang that I would enjoy. Um, but that's uh, it. I don't. I don't think I'd want to hang with very many starting pitchers in general. It's a level mm. of intensity that I don't bring to like the Xbox games. Uh, in in my life, <laughs> like yeah, I'm just, we're, I'm just we're, having we're friends more... over to cook dinner. We don't really need to get all crazy with the. Uh, we don't need to ramp up our, our amplitude by like finding something to hate in, yeah. in everyone we meet. Yeah, we're a much more reliever oriented podcast. <laughs> there you go. I think so I think so. <laughs> I think that's a good way to like live your life. Really, um, just live your life like a reliever. Yeah, just, I want to yeah. work Chat. every like couple of days. Yeah, not very long. Yeah, forty five um, minutes or so. Yeah, chat yeah. chat with my friends. Yeah, most of the time about just weird, weird with games butts. with hats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good approach to life. Uh-huh. Really, yeah, for sure. That I think would be sure. a good. That'd be a great self help book. I should. No one. We might have to cut this out because that's, that's there's something there. <laughs> well, finally, one that would actually help people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is a total aside. Um, have I ever told you guys my dad's idea for a self help book that I think is actually really good? No, yeah. no, we won't get too far in this. It was just a joke he, he had for a number of years. And I think, it, but I think it would be a great, like, actual life advice book. Quit to win. That's the whole thing. Okay. Rather Quit than, like, win. you know, if, if you're frustrated with something, if, you, if you're if uh, you thinking you need to, like, power through to get on with your life, just, just fail. Quit. Just fail. Like get it. out of there. Yeah. 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 Go do something else. I am yeah. so into this. <laughs> I've got a, I've got an idea for the, for the reliever book. What if it was like the title could be like, Act like a starter, think like a reliever. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Steve Harvey yeah. Book, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. That'll Maybe good. like Swingman, colon, and then that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we're yeah. we're doing it. We are fucking doing it. <laughs> the fireman, how to solve the problems in your life, like how to put out the fires in your life, like a reliever. Let's get Sean to endorse this. Yeah, we can pull this off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're just giving staff cast ideas right now. Yeah, that's what we're what we're doing. They had they just had a really good episode with uh, Jerry Blevins. That was a lot of fun. It was, it was good. Um, I kind of want to end it on this, like, or talk about this a little bit. What are we? Uh, what are we doing with our off seasons? I know. Meg, mm. it looks a lot different for you than it does for us. <laughs> what is what changes happen for you when you Ooh. make that transition into the off season? Uh well, looking forward to like fully regrowing all of my brain cells. Mm. Yeah. Just this is get very, very tired. Um, during, you know, and like I'm not on the road. You know, the people who boy, yeah. the, ra- the Rangers and D backs beats looked so tired after (laughs) game five Mm. i was like i hope you get to crawl in a hole and just like sleep for a week but um well let's see we will launch our top 50 free agent ranking this week so like we you know we start moving into that kind of stuff at the site so it's like the top 50 uh kicks off and soon we will start like prospect lists and that whole dance so that ends up being a pretty 
Um, big part of my off season is getting that stuff edited. Um, we'll have winter meetings, which I think will be very light on actual activity this year, just cause I think this market's going to be very slow. Mm-hmm. Watch mm-hmm. now. Like I say that and I'm going to end up <laughs> editing, like signing reacts at, you know, here's the thing. I need front offices to think like, like relievers too, because you know every every work week has a lot of perfectly good empty hours in it, and those are perfect, fine, acceptable hours in which to sign people and also trade for them. You know, yeah. And instead, mm-hmm. these guys, who I guess hate their families, who are like, <laughs> you know what I want to do? I want to work at 10 p.m. on a Friday. And and then I want Meg to have to work much later than that. And I realized that I am low on their list of people to, you know, tend to, you know, they don't feel an obligation of care toward me or anyone who works with me. But I was just say, like, guys, you can you can sign these dudes at noon, you know, noon on mm-hmm. a Tuesday. That is a great yeah. time to sign a free agent. You There's can... an outlook setting that makes an email just go out then. Right. Yeah. 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 I saw it. Uh, during the World Series, Chris Young signed Nate Eovaldi at like 11 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Yeah. That is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Literally while eating his kids' milk and cookies. Yeah. 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 And they were talking about it like, oh, you know, his wife was very patient, you know, th- like thanks to her for letting <laughs> yeah. us uh, get a starter that, uh-huh. <laughs> that you know, did, did great in the postseason. And like, just like, did he have to do it that day? Could you have just <laughs> gone like, hey, let's just put this on ice until like the 26th or the 27th? I think that there needs to be a, a rule, actually, mm-hmm. in yeah. that saves these guys from themselves and says Mm -hmm. we're just in a transaction freeze from the friday before christmas until the the day after new year's day there's a freeze yeah go be with your families and like let me be with mine Mm -hmm. (laughs) we need regulations yeah (sighs) because you know who you know who does not respond well to saying hey i gotta edit is my mom yeah mom (laughs) does not appreciate this jerry (laughs) <laughs> to name a guy who she's been actively mad at in the past. <laughs> I, I get this look where I'm like, I gotta do it. And then she's like, this is a this is time for Coco. It is you Coco never time. you never want your mom making that face. Oh yeah, man. It's mm-hmm. like it's like, please don't make me do this. I, I'm 37 and I still feel bad when I get yelled at by my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but so, yeah, so it'll be like free agent stuff. It'll yeah. be prospect lists. And then like in shockingly short order, we turn the calendar and have to start looking ahead to like opening day. Um, but uh, that's a ways off yet. I think this market will be slow. I think that... Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Otani just holds up a lot of uh, other activity yeah. as teams figure mm-hmm. out like what their real available budget is. Um, I'm really excited for all of the guys coming over from NPB in the KBO. Yeah. Like, that's probably that the most cool. mm-hmm. yeah interesting part of the uh, class, like both in terms of um, the the quality of the player and also you know it's so much fun because like 
most fans don't have any context for these guys. Like maybe, maybe they've read about Yamamoto and the year that he's had and the career he's had in NPB so far, but like they've never, you know, they haven't watched a lot of these dudes. Like maybe mm-hmm. they've seen some of them during WBC play, but you know, so I, it's really fun when you, you get to introduce like a whole new set of players to people and you know once they sign and start reporting and we start to like get to actually see them play like that part is so cool um so that's like a nice bright spot in a class that's otherwise pretty like mid to me um but yeah i don't know it'll be it'll be an off season it is nice to have an off season that is not defined by pandemic response or mm-hmm. lockout um, or lockout, lockout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah last year we had to like rush all of our we had to rush the top 50 because i was like we can't launch the free agent rankings after the election because like what what world will we be in so we, mm-hmm. we look forward to that again <laughs> next year yay uh-huh. <sighs> but thankfully you are in the one part of the country where there is a little bit of baseball left if you want it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get uh, the Fall Stars game is tonight for for anyone in the area. And um, next weekend is the Fall League uh, championship game. Um, I went to the Fall League home run derby last night, um, mm. which was just delightfully weird. <laughs> there were two separate dance troupe performances uh, between the rounds one included a group of children who could not have been older than three and a half they were they were doing a hula to an Elvis song it was supremely strange and one of the players in the derby is from Hawaii and so I was like this has a weird this feels weird this feels weird now no one pays attention to those I guess yeah yeah um so That was uh that was a lot of fun, but um but yeah, there is a little uh fall league ball left, and then um and then we'll have uh Leadum on a lot. Um, there we go. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Go see Nelson Cruz's retirement tour. That's where yeah. baseball's happening nice. too. Mm-hmm. It's very Holy. cool. Man, yeah. What a what a what a guy. He seems like he was a, so cool. A good yeah. egg. Yeah. Yeah. Like that guy. Yeah, responsible for the the now popular nap room at Target yeah. Field. Mm. Like everyone you know. should get to nap, man. Like yeah. it's important mm-hmm. to nap. If we're gonna have like, if we're gonna really have like a hybrid future going forward in the office world, we absolutely need nap rooms in every major uh, place yeah. of business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I, I feel mm. like um, I anticipated aging exclusively into being my mom. But one way that I have become a lot like my dad as I've aged is I now say like very earnestly, I'm just going to rest my eyes for a little bit, which is like a thing that my dad says. Yeah, I do that. And then I really have started enjoying drinking like light beer while watching sports, which is becoming my grandpa. I didn't expect that. I thought it was going to be all mom, just like top to bottom. But it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to. Although my grandpa drinks drinks bud light and i'm like i'm gonna drink a sapporo this feels like a sapporo kind of <laughs> that's fun <laughs> like a nice lager i could yeah. do what my grandpa did and drink vodka tonics while watching college basketball <laughs> that's great yeah that sounds great yeah. yeah i think jane and i had grandpa's more similar <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yep yep and a mm. two liter of pepsi a day oh. wow Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. I should. Wow. I should. Well, yeah, yeah, for health. It was tab yeah. until t- you couldn't find tab anymore. Yeah, what happened to tab? 
I think they just realized that um, you don't need a girl beverage. You can just have a diet, whatever. Right, right. That works yeah. fine. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. That's what Tab was. It was, yeah, it was yeah. the soda for the ladies. It was, yeah, you know, for for the the gal who's concerned with her figure. Um, <laughs> also, like, here's a question: What is Starry? When did that happen? What are what is? Isn't that just rebranded Sierra Mist? I, I, yeah, I was like way in the dark on this. Yeah, but it I is just it, Sierra Mist. I think it's Sierra Mist, but they decided to make it huh. Starry. The hmm. press box that Chase is a is a Pepsi uh, Chase is a Pepsi product fields. That's another mm. low hanging one of its many downsides. <laughs> yeah, for upgrade, like get the concessions better, including good, good Pepsi out of there. Because there are ballparks that have Coke products, and it's not mm-hmm. just Atlanta, or right. excuse me, truest truest yes. Yes. in Atlanta. <laughs> let's be let's be clear. Top count real here. Yeah, gotta yeah. be accurate with our geotagging. Yeah, yeah, we got Coke. Yeah. So like, come but on. I don't, I don't know much about sodas. I, I just, I'm just, I'm too much of a seltzer bitch. I don't pay attention yeah. to the up, what's up in the soda world. Every now and again, though, it's a really cold Coke. Every now and again, really good. Oh, but yeah, I, I you, feel like making you, coffee. So yeah, we've in the last couple episodes we've been having. Jane has introduced me to to the nitro Pepsi. Have you tried? Have you the tried these? Fuck is that? You gotta find this. You gotta you gotta you gotta hunt these down like I did because this is actually like a game changer for the casual soda aficionado like I am. A nitro Pepsi, so is it yeah. just like super souped up caffeine? No, it's regular. Uh, Jane, you can probably explain it better than I can. So You're... it's a tall boy can of Pepsi, but instead of like charged with CO two, it's charged. It's like the nitrogen charge, like when they have mm-hmm. like nitro beers or nitro coffees or something. Fuck? I think. Yeah, and it's so good it's not okay. i don't think it's like i think it's a different recipe than the other the other ones too because wow. it's like i don't know it's like creamier mm-hmm. it's so good yeah like, they sell it in four packs and they're like pints uh and <laughs> oh it's so good like in a so you can feel fancy a, yeah in a chilled pint glass yeah just like pour it all in all at once and then lift up and it's so good it is you the know. most satisfying soda you will drink in years. Wow. It will it will spark the the it will rekindle the spark in your heart that at some point died. That was like mm-hmm. the childhood appreciation of soda pop. Yeah. It yeah. brings that right back to, to the forefront. Yeah. Okay, soda is often this. too sweet for me, is exactly. the thing. You know, I'm not my concerns are not like health related to be oh, clear. No. <laughs> you know, like I my I view the the enamel on my teeth as there to be sacrificed. So like it's mm. not about that, but mm-hmm. um it's just my teeth sweet. are here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but that does sound I am intrigued. I was worried it was gonna Recommend be like, it. you know, four loco, but Pepsi. Oh no, yeah, like it's like a surge <laughs> Pepsi yeah. sort of deal. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of people. I'll be shocked if you can't find it in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, that mm. sounds like a thing that I'll be able to. <laughs> yeah. track down. And like, um, they'll be in like you know where like the bottles of soda and stuff in the grocery store. Okay, are. it's great. Yeah, I wonder if my my uh, my local fries is very um, often quite debauched. Is the vibe like? <laughs> oh, that fries. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, are the people in here doing okay? I'm not sure that they are. Um, like, I'm a little worried for everyone in here. But I bet it's kind of it. yeah. It is kind of weird that grocery stores like they'll have several operating in one city. But there's always one that's just like worse than the others for some reason. Yeah, DC has that with the like. There's one Safeway that just sucks. Yeah, all the other Safeways are fine. I don't understand the the reasoning. 
Yeah, like I have I have a preference has emerged for my sprouts because mm-hmm. the other sprouts, although the other sprouts is closer to back east. And so that's like a push and pull, you know, oh, if Becky's you want bagels is good. Yeah, Becky's bagels is good. There's one woman who works in there and she is so mean and I love her. <laughs> <laughs> so mean to everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if this is good for your business long term, but like, I do admire the don't give a fuck of this because, like, you were just so mean. Uh, yeah. She's like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know, a bagel. I want to give you money for a bagel. Can I have the bagel, please? Oh, I love her. (laughs) But she's by the less good sprouts. You know, the that back east is Mm -hmm. by the less good sprouts, and then the. The sprouts that's further south, it's just very chill. There's like hardly ever anyone in there. The the checkout folks are like, do you want to come to my, uh, would you like to <laughs> check out with me? <laughs> yes, I, I entrust you with my purchase of, of edamame and shishito peppers. Yes, Yeah, please. yeah, yeah. I, I would like to give you the meat that the nice meat guy gave me because one mm-hmm. of the meat guys there is really cool. The other guy's kind of not the best, but if you get the good <laughs> meat guy, you know. This is what happens in your 30s. You're like, I have a very strong developed opinions about like suburban grocery stores yeah. and you know no potholes. i know the sprouts you're talking about you were right about that one sprouts being crummier than the other it's it's weird like the vibe in mm-hmm. there is not the best <sighs> anyway it's because that outback steakhouse is just a cursed yeah cursed location yes. and this and is... it's by it's by the um extreme <laughs> bean they're cut yeah oh i like that place i kind of like that place they had like a really okay drive-through uh americano for a couple of years okay now it might they have gone down have, to quality i don't know now they have a section of the drive-through menu that is like we put red bull in this coffee and, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no and i'm like i think that maybe you watched the good place and like took the wrong lessons from it or something like you were like <laughs> eleanor aspirational character yeah. yeah, there are times where I see stuff and I'm like, that's very Arizona. Like uh, <laughs> like Brock Purdy's parents apparently have a hot tub store in Mesa. And I was like, that is the, I feel like uh, the world might bend in on itself from how like much of an Arizona parody <laughs> that is <laughs> open to singularity. <sighs> but yeah. Yeah, that Outback. Man, I wonder how long that place will hold on. It's been there for so long now and they're just skating by somehow the only spots i ever see taken are the veteran uh, veteran reserve parking spots like oh, those are always makes, full the rest are hit sense. or miss that makes sense the cool card shop in that um complex they retired and and closed oh no yeah but the other sports card shop uh is still open that's like kind of in the complex that's kitty corner from it that has the bosa donuts like that place okay. is still going strong the, i think when i was a kid hand. that was a, a that was like the last stock car place in phoenix Oh, okay. That's yeah, long yeah. gone now. Yeah. That was like by the time the Bosa Donuts came around, I think they got rid of that. Yeah. There's like the card shop. And then um, right next to that is a really good ramen place that I was oh, so yeah, happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My ramen grandma loves that ramen place. Yeah. Yeah. That ramen. <laughs> Should I hang out with your grandma? Should we be friends? <laughs> that would be love such that. a cool thing <laughs> to happen be because of the show. It's just like Megan and Lauren's grandma are just like best friends now. I'll take her to ramen every now that and again. That would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. I have. I haven't been in that ramen place in a while. I gotta, I gotta go check. You're doing in good. On... She, she tells me they hired more help, so it's uh, the service oh, is a little, oh, little. Good. That's good. So yeah, yeah, there were, there have been times where it has felt like they've been a little stretched in there. Um, yeah. so that's good. Pandemic that's was good hard for them. Yeah. This has yeah. been an insane segment. <laughs> uh, I, the, the Arizona segment. Yeah, Jane yeah. and I are just like sitting back, like like chuckling to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. My only Arizona story that I have is I went there when I was like. 
three or four years old with my parents because uh, we were driving to see my grandparents in California. Um, mm-hmm. But then we then there was that big uh, earthquake in L.A. when we were on oh. our way out there. So oh, we didn't shit. end up going there. Um, but I remember but they, my parents tell a story where when we were in Tucson at some like, uh, you know, old West reenactment place. Yeah, mm-hmm. that um, they had a it's thing like forty percent like, of the Arizona economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they like they like brought my dad into the show to be like, you know, like oh, it's, it's, a, it's a volunteer, and he was like got shot by a bank robber or something, oh and went God. like, ah, mm. ah. and like apparently I yelled, "Don't kill my dad!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wow. adorable. Wow. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm so stressed right now. <laughs> this isn't fun for me. I don't understand drama yet. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. We've been going a while. I think we can wrap up the show there. Any no, final I have so thoughts? many more things I have to say about Filibertos. No, okay, fine. Okay, <laughs> okay fine. Any final thoughts, Meg? Where, where's, where's Otani signing? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, a little bit of a quick Let's do a quick segment here. (laughs) Uh, Exactly how much money do you think he's going to get? I don't know. Like, I I feel like, uh, particularly given um, the state of their rotation, even though he won't be able to pitch for them next year, it just feels like he's going to be a a Dodger. But um, boy, the Giants really want to, like, blow their Mm wad. They've been waiting to. Yeah. be able to spend a bunch of money so i think san francisco will probably make a pretty um compelling just... case to him so wasn't there just didn't someone just say that they weren't going over the luxury tax oh maybe i mean I uh yeah i haven't heard but no I, 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 there gives like a 400 million dollar swing and what he gets paid this it's impossible i have no idea how anyone is i'm, I'm so glad i don't have to professionally try to guess those numbers well, and he's yeah. just like, so he was a weird case to project, you know, even before the injury, right? Because mm. it's like, mm-hmm. I, I think a thing that people, I love how Otani is our fourth, like, most searched player right now, even though he has not <laughs> done anything in such a long time. Um, it might have been the Padres who have said that they are not going over after i bet they're not yeah but yeah. the other stuff about them having to like take out money that's that loan not... thing i i've kind that's of gone strange. back and forth on um i just i finance people talked about it and the finance people had really smart points about like well if the you know percentage is over x amount it's fine and it seemed like it was one of those situations i think that they probably just i mean i don't say this knowing anything inside but like i feel like it was probably just a weird year too with all the rsn stuff like Mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. i don't know that they they made so much money the year before um so i don't i think it'll probably be fine but yeah i'll be really interested to see what they do and how long a leash preller really has uh we're a weird guy um <laughs> but uh but yeah speaking of humans who have often disappointed my mom in terms of holiday plans aj <laughs> keep it together bud um <laughs> But I, I don't know, like, I, I always wonder, you know, there's this like conventional wisdom that he has a strong preference for the West Coast. And I always wonder, like, how informed that preference is. Mm-hmm. Like, does he really like you can fly to Japan from the East Coast? Like, yeah. it's not. Yeah, we have not planes that, that can yeah. do it. Um, and so I always wonder when when stuff like that happens. I'm like, this is a real thing. Um, also, but... I'd be sick of Anaheim after six years. I'd be, I'd be oh, real no, tired he, of Palm Trees. Yeah. He he 
didn't he like or one of his interpreters said like yeah i'd prefer to be closer to japan but like the priority is a team that is competitive right yeah Yeah. like i think that guy um i think that guy really wants to at least play october baseball and really Mm -hmm. wants to win a ring so um and like if he has a strong preference for the west coast that is you know kind of high in his personal ranking of needs right he can Mm -hmm. he can satisfy that right he can just pretty easily yeah he can just be a arizona diamondbacks yeah (laughs) can you imagine i would i i I think every every single sports fan has imagined what it'd be like if shohei otani is on their team it's right it'll be the show yeah my jaw would drop i think i would actually go (laughs) yeah um i mean that's how i felt when they signed zach granke and that that worked out pretty well i think we can all agree so yeah. totally the same thing. Yeah. It would have been really nice if they had gotten really anything at all in either that trade or the Goldschmidt trade. <laughs> it's always been kind of like a, the, you know, the common wisdom that it'll probably go to the Dodgers, but and before I would have been like, okay, fine. But I, with all the off field stuff around the Dodgers and over this past season, yeah. including stuff in the last like, Not week or so yeah. has just been really bad. And yeah. I really, really, and yeah. hoping he does not go there. Man, I imagine <sighs> you're Mookie Betts. You go to the World Series to like yeah. be a fun correspondent. You have Whoa. a charming moment with Aaron Judge, and then you just decide no. you need to stick up for the worst yeah. person in the sport. <laughs> like Mookie, what are you doing, dude? Like, what what is what does that get you? Right. To, to go out and to defend, <laughs> defend him like nothing oh, it gets you nothing that's it's like just bad brand management yeah yeah it feels like bad staff work like no one was like hey mm-hmm. like this doesn't have to come up but just yeah. if it does <laughs> here's the line you know let me give this yeah. to you so that you have it holstered and can just deploy it easily i don't yeah <gasps> in la of all places yeah yeah, really bad. Um, but like I don't know, maybe maybe Otani will end up a a giant. Maybe he will be a San Francisco giant. Uh, maybe he will be will be a Seattle Mariner. Here's the thing. No, he I won't. think that I think that <laughs> that would the, be such know, a cool one though. That would, would be, be so that cool. would be great. Oh it would be so great. <laughs> oh, it won't happen though. That would like. One of my like, I don't think he's going to the Twins. I don't think there's any way that would happen. But like, if he's not going there, the Mariners are like way up there on the list of places I would love to see him go. Sympathetic, yeah, Actually, yeah. yeah. There's very that... few places I want to see him go that yeah. are re- like of of all the ones that are like re- realistic. reasonable and realistic yeah. and legitimate. Like, I'm like, oh, there's like very few options the dodgers are actually one of the better options there yeah. for me yeah i i want him to go to the east coast team purely so i can actually see him play baseball games yeah, yeah. I, i'm simply not up that late that late anymore it would I break think... my heart to see him in a yankees uniform though it really i would, would i would not i would be very unwell. i'll be so sad <laughs> I think they're going to take themselves out of that race, though. Like, yeah. the way that they're talking about payroll doesn't make it sound like they're. I mean, I'm sure they'll make their offer, but I imagine he will get better ones. I don't know. The Seattle thing bums me out because I think um, they will not. I doubt that they will make enough of a competitive offer for him to do it, but I think he really wants to win a ring. And this mm-hmm. is where Jerry shooting his mouth off might like be a problem because that does not sound like even the generous version of what he said like if you 
I want to read him in in a generous light, which I'm just not inclined to do at this point. Um, (laughs) You know, it's not. We don't have to. It's the podcaster's code. Yeah. Right. I don't have to. I don't have to do it anymore. You said you were going to spend money and then you didn't do it. So, like, why would I believe you? You're on the baseball podcast where you can be kind of libelous. Like, I know that you guys on yours, (laughs) you know, you have. You oh, guys God. are what? journalists over there. We're not what here. Takes, yeah, no, what not... takes have I been wanting to get off? Yeah. Mm. This is, Let me this think is... about that for a moment. We're broadcasting from international waters. And you <laughs> say whatever you want. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of ones that are like not career threatening. I do have some takes, <laughs> but man, I want. Can we? Can we get Judith Butler interested in baseball and then have her write about Bryce Harper? Because I'm telling you, the way that oh this man, <laughs> I want to know. I'll, I want it. I would be one mm-hmm. of 20 people who would read it, but boy, I'd read the shit out of that because mm-hmm. what that guy does is so fascinating to me. Yeah, I don't just, even know how conscious it is, but. <laughs> writing about Bryce Harper and gender, that would be fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> you know, there's the pro athlete thing, there's the Mormon thing, there's yeah. like. Dude's oh. doing stuff. I don't yeah. know. It's really interesting to me. Um, <laughs> ben was like, he's reading, he's about? reading romance novels. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying like, there's interesting, you know, his performance of gender is fascinating to me. Absolutely. <sighs> but uh, yeah, that's a take I have. Uh, Lindbergh was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I love how Lindbergh has leaned into being like very horny about Otani in a way that I'm like, you know what, Ben, you do you, man. I'm it's very, here. yeah, it's yeah. great. I'm here for yeah. you. That's good. <laughs> it's not a bit. It's like, yeah, uh, Stephen, did we even talk about the article that you were in the about gay oh, baseball shit. in Philadelphia? No, I don't didn't. think we even talked about oh this. We need to, all right, we, this episode will go long. We need to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we got to go long. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but we need to talk about it. Stephen, can you? Yeah, so last so at the beginning of this season, during spring training, I got an email in my work email from <laughs> a reporter with the Philadelphia Inquirer asking it's the big a, paper there, yeah. asking yeah. me, quote, about the uh, horny gay Phillies fan community. That is Incredible. those are the those are the words in that order that she used. <laughs> In my work email. Amazing. (laughs) And I was like, first of all, I was like, I forwarded it to my to my personal and I responded with my personal. I was like, hey, use this one, please. (laughs) And then second, I was like, I have lots of thoughts and would love to hear more about what you think of this. So she I she called me. We talked for like a half hour. She was just like, "Are, are, are the Phillies gay icons? And I'm like. No, because in order to be a gay icon, you have to support gay people, and I'm not sure that they do that. However, yeah. However, we like to objectify them, and it's it's fun. They're fun. They seem yeah. fun, and yeah. I, I I was like very clear. I'm like, I don't know what they feel about gay people, and I don't, frankly don't want to. It, yeah. it's not their job. Right, their job is to play baseball, and they're doing that pretty well. We yeah. love that they're, mm-hmm. you know, they they their victory song is a is a gay anthem, which is being covered by a gay man, and yeah. they're hugging and kissing each other, and it's beautiful. And I 
I don't know how I got so lucky to yeah. for, for that to be my team. Like, yeah. if I were a neutral fan watching a team do that, I'd be all into it. But that's my yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, so I sh- we gave the interview. Uh, she asked if I had anybody else to, like, point her to. And I was like, have you talked to Alyssa? And, and she was like, yeah, I talked to Alyssa. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> the, the, the first two people she talks to in the article, like in order, it's you and then Alyssa, who's <laughs> been a batting around guest. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a very, yeah. So I, I didn't hear anything <laughs> from her for a while. Uh, and then I, I just reached out. I'm like, ah, I'm curious, like, if this goes out. And I emailed her and she was like, yeah, kind of went a little cold our editors were just kind of like what are you doing here what's what's with this article <laughs> uh so we're probably yeah gonna just put it off but thank thank you for you know we, we enjoyed talking whatever and i was like oh, okay great 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 uh cut to uh mid-october she emails me again she's like hey so uh things have changed and we're gonna yeah. run we're gonna run the story uh, do you have any further things to talk about? So then we we got on the phone, we talked a little bit more, and I gave more thoughts. And on the day the Phillies got eliminated, yeah, <laughs> uh, it was it was posted to my local paper of record, quoting me in full, uh, That's great. and identifying me as co-host on the internet's gayest baseball podcast. <laughs> And then linked to our Patreon. That's great. <laughs> There's a link to our Patreon in the That's Philadelphia great. Inquirer. That rolls. That's oh. so funny. So that's... Uh, and the important was... thing is that we personally ruined baseball by introdu- the, by, with the Phillies vibes by introducing wokeness to it. That was us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but what, what got me on that was when you're talking about Ben being horny for Otani and that being like, okay, well, great. That's a whole new aspect of your personality. One of the funniest things in that article was the the like Zoomer that runs a fantasy baseball podcast being like, I always thought I was straight, but these Phillies have me questioning my <laughs> beliefs. The, yeah, he's like, what? He's like 20, tw- yeah. 21, 22. Yeah, something like that. And he's just like, yeah, I... I literally started questioning my sexuality because of these Philadelphia Phillies. And it's that's beautiful. Yeah. So it makes baseball so wonderful. That's all it is. Yeah. Oh, I, I, they just do have so many good vibes guys. And I, I agree with you. I think we, we don't, we don't want them to be asked any questions. No, no. I think that would, there are a few that I wouldn't mind. But there yes. are a few do not do not, do not say a word to them. Yeah. And overall, it's just not worth the risk. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Keep it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. With baseball players, some do surprise you mm-hmm. yeah. um, and end up having um, pol- <laughs> politics that are not horrifying. Uh, but more often than not, it goes in the other direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do. I don't know. Like, I think that like Brandon Marsh's vibe is so good yes like Mm -hmm. that guy i mean like he ended up playing every day after a while anyway but like there was a while where because of who they were facing he was just like a late inning replacement and sometimes guys sulk and they get grumpy about it and he's up he's on the top step of the dugout cheering his dudes and he just seems like a 
a hug bro like that's the way that yeah. i describe that kind of bro where he's just like mm-hmm. come here buddy you know <laughs> and that's that's uh really one of the only good kinds of bros candidly but it is a <laughs> yeah. very good one so yeah yeah yes. definitely it's the um the like drunk girl in the bathroom at the bar from of men yes <laughs> yeah it is so good yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like I feel real sisterhood here, you know. Yeah. Like this is this is a beautiful moment. Yeah, 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 know? absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna end it there. Um, what Meg, a way to end it! Thank you so much. This was a ton of fun. Yeah, thanks really for having me. It. This was great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> always a pleasure. So much fun. Um, and we'll uh be having some bonus episodes coming up this month so go sign up at patreon.com slash batting around uh lauren steven see ya bye everyone we took that helicopter tour of tucson wow i've never seen so many boats not near bodies of water that park is all concrete look there's a dog tied to our other dog I think that guy with long hair is a lawyer. Look at all those students running for their lives. Oh, there's the concrete park again.